Hey guys, this is Cynthia Aguilar from Trading for a Purpose. So, I know you guys have been wondering what my next project is. So, drum roll. We're actually going to be talking about something that's talked about a lot in the trading industry, especially in the financial world and Wall Street. All of it has to do with this topic that I'm actually going to talk about today. So I've been actually getting a lot of questions from people as to what about trading is very important. What do you need to have? What type of uh, structure should you have when you trade? So it's not always about submitting an order. It actually has a lot to do with your mind. Yes. So the psychology of trading, whether you are trading uh, forex, stocks, any instrument of any kind, psychology is involved actually. And we'll be talking more in depth about the neuroscience behind it and how how the brain works when you're trading, how um, what role does it play in the world of trading. So let's get started. What are the important factors when trading? One of them is psychology, just like I mentioned. Psychology is extremely, extremely important because you need to know whether you're executing a trade emotionally or logically. Second is patience. Patience is extremely, extremely important because if you don't have patience, you might close a position that can actually make you lots of money within a couple of days if you just extend that position longer. Or you don't have patience at all and you just want to make quick pips now and uh, that ends up hurting you in the long run, especially when you are in, in, the, in, the, in, in drawdown. When you are in drawdown and you're negative, but yet, you know, um, the market is pulling back, but you take a loss, then it goes back into your favor. That is a lack of patience and a lack of technical analysis all in one. So patience is actually also very important. If you don't have patience, you're going to fail. Third is structure. You need to have structure. If you don't have structure when trading, your whole account is going to either blow down or blow up. So um, if you if you really don't don't have don't have any structure, it's not going to help you at all in the journey, especially in in real life as well. If you don't have any structure in life, and what I mean by structure is, what do you do when you first get behind your computer? Like what do you do when you first wake up? All these important contributions have an important role when you when you wake up in the morning or when you uh, first look at your computer. Because if you wake up in the morning, let's just say you know the first thing you do is. Start, start looking at Instagram or start looking at the news or start doing things that um, are a bit counterproductive that doesn't really help your brain so that you can have a powerful executing day that's having a lack of structure on how you structure your day and if you don't have structure in trading your game plan is off if you don't have a trade plan at least subconsciously when you when you're executing a trade it's not going to help you at all when trying to grow your account or trying to make profit you will fail so in the beginning you should at least have a trade plan so that can help you structure the type of trade you need to execute on how to execute it what do you do first thing in the morning when you when you get behind your computer do you just look at what's going on just in front of you and just execute the trade without uh, going back to your rules or at least knowing your rules subconsciously so that you can use your subconscious mind to guide you then, then that's a problem you know, um, an example of structure could be, let me look at the dollar index. 
what is going on? What's going on with the whole market? Okay, dollar index is going up. That should make an impact on all currency pairs. It could also have an impact in equities. It doesn't only have to be Forex, you know, or if you are a fundamental trader, you know, at least some type of structure so that you, you can just be on your game when you're executing a trade and will prevent you from getting emotional, from um, ma- making the wrong choices when you're trading. Just have at least some type of structure. Fourth is discipline. If you don't have discipline, again, the whole house is going to fall apart because discipline is is what's going to tell you, okay, by the end of this day, if you are this type of trader, I'm not saying this works for everyone, by the end of the day, based on my trade plan, I need to close this position if it gets to this level. If I'm greedy, I'm going to extend it just a little bit longer because I want to just get the last, last pips. That's having a lack of discipline. Why don't you just close the trade and reanalyze? Why put yourself through that situation? Eventually, you know, it can actually go against you. So that's having a lack of discipline. You know, there's different types of lack of discipline in trading. One of them could be just over leveraging your position. One of them could be um, lack of trade management. If you don't, I'm not talking about risk management. I'm talking about trade management how do you manage your trades are you just submitting random trades that's having a lack of discipline lack of discipline is is not helpful at all you need to have some sort of discipline when trading um fifth is analysis and this is actually a very very important important one out of everything that i spoke about right now from one through four analysis is also very important because when you're doing analysis a lot of it has nothing to do with psychology none of it has to do with patience none of it has to do with structure none of it has to do with discipline none of it so analysis is kind of uh, a loner in his own way but it will enhance all four of the ones that you need to work on because when you have analysis and you actually look at the whole picture. You do your, your certain type of analysis, whether it's using the Fibonacci, whether it's using um, theories, whether it's looking at supply and demand, support and resistance, any type of analysis that you do before you submit a trade is gonna keep your head in the game. There won't be any emotion about it because let's just say, Okay, the level that you picked based on your analysis, based on how you do your analysis, whether it's uh, wedge patterns or what, everyone has their own type of type of strategy that they use for their analysis, correct? So when you when when it's finally going into your level based on your analysis, and it kind of wicks below your level, and you are, for example, already in the trade. Let's just say you executed the trade for a buy, and it goes lower than your buy level. Maybe it needed to get maybe some more unfilled orders. Maybe it needed to go deeper into the zone before finally going back up. And some of of you, based on your lack of analysis, will actually end up closing the trade and will end up losing on on the opportunity because all all you needed to do was wait maybe five minutes. Maybe you just needed to wait just a little bit longer before this trade goes into into your favor that is when analysis plays a role when you have your analysis and you say this is my level i just i'm buying here goes a little bit lower i don't care this is my analysis my stop loss will either be below the pivot or i will have a two percent stop loss i don't care this is my analysis if it's going to hit my stop loss it's because maybe my analysis was wrong but at least 
have some sort of analysis to keep your head on the game. It will prevent you from getting emotional, from taking losses that you don't need to take, from just over leveraging your position. That's when analysis plays a key, key role on all four. So once you do your analysis, as you're doing your analysis, all you need to be focused on is the chart. Any type of chart, whether it's equities, uh, whether it's commodities, CFDs, um, Forex, whatever whatever you trade, you're looking at this chart and all you need to be focused on is where is the market going? That's your analysis. Now, what obstacles can you have when psychology is playing a role? When you need to dominate your psychology? And, and, and unfortunately, you know, some of it is hereditary. Unfortunately, sometimes uh, you are brought from a family of greed that comes with you. But again, you can break any habit, any bad habit you have, bad habits are breakable. It takes about 28 days for you to break a habit. I think it can take a little bit less if you put your mind to it. It just depends on who you are, but I think anything is possible. So with these obstacles, one of them could be bills, you know, the obstacles to uh, being the best trader that you can be based on the, your psychology could be bills. What what bills do I have to pay? My head is not in the right place. Second, this is actually one of the topics we're going to talk about mainly today, is greed. Greed is a really bad obstacle in trading. Because when you have greed, and, and, and we will get more into it, but when, when you have greed, you know, you make choices that can actually hurt people around you or can hurt your own life and we'll get more in depth into that one another one is fear obstacles is one of them is fear if you have fear in the market if you have fear about what's going on with your positions or if i should enter if i should get out then you're not basing your uh, trade off of your analysis you're basing your trade off of your emotions and that fear needs to be taken away the only fear that you should be having is risk management, which which is it has nothing to do with fear, but you get the point is what is my risk management? Okay, I want you guys to have zero, zero fear when executing a trade. Zero. And I promise you, if you do this, you're going to see a complete change when you trade. You're no longer going to hold back from a trade because you're you're fearful that the zone isn't going to hold. Because when you take that fear away, you're, you're going to enter this trade and you're going to say, my 2% stop loss with the right amount of units so that I'm not burning out my account. Once I'm positive, I put my positive stop loss. Zero fear. Move on to the next trade if you want to. And that's how you should be trading. And another one is wishful thinking. And, and again, we will also go more more in depth about the wishful thinking, but wishful thinking is a really bad obstacle in psychology. If you have wishful thinking, you're thinking about all these things you could do, and it just takes you to a really bad place. No support. No, no support. If you have no support from people that you love or people that love you when you're trading, it's going to prevent you from growing if you don't know how to manage that correctly. You don't know how to uh, close that ear from the negativity around you. And unfortunately, some people thrive off support and some people don't thrive off of it. Some people will say, I don't care if I don't have any support from my mother, from my father, from my girlfriend, from my boyfriend, from my friends, from my coworker, from my boss. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm going to go through with it. It just depends on where your mind is. And it's okay, everyone runs differently. Some people really need the support, and that's okay. I actually prefer support sometimes from people, but 
unfortunately sometimes i won't have it and i have to get over it right another one is no mentor this is actually a very 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 important one a mentor if you don't have a mentor i'm not saying that you have to have to get one in order to be successful but i highly recommend a mentor at least a mentor that already is kind of doing what you want to do doesn't have to be a an especially uh, it does this mentor doesn't have to be a mentor but at least it has to be a type of mentor that can help you grow whether it's someone that's already there all you need to do is just ask that person for maybe some guidance for some understanding and just learn from that person shadow that person or if you have the luxury to getting a mentor you know some some mentors are just brought into your life and they're they come for a reason and all you need to do is just sit back and learn and just follow through what they have to say and a mentor especially if you if, in anything that you want to do whether it's a uh, trading anything you want whether it's real estate whether it's business whether it's a job a certain type of career that you want to have a mentor will take you there five times faster than what you can imagine. The rate that you thought that you can get there, that mentor can get you there five times faster because they already were there. The, the place that you are in, they are already there. They already lived the life that you want to live. You cannot know what you're going to have if you haven't been there. So a mentor is going to take you to the next, next level. And okay, if you don't have a mentor... You know, it can be a mentor on YouTube, you know, whether uh, I actually found a really cool mentor. His name is Jerry Norton. And um, for those that don't know, I do sometimes wholesaling and uh, I watch his videos a lot and he's very transparent with everything that he does. I'm actually very surprised the fact that he's very, very transparent. So this is what I mean. I don't have to pay this guy. I don't I don't know this guy, but it's some type of mentorship that I can at least own in some type of way. So a mentor doesn't have to be someone that's always calling you 24-7 that you have to go see. Sometimes it's someone, it's a, a mentor could be on, like in a book. A mentor could be through YouTube. A mentor could be through educational videos, through a website. Find your type of mentor and just stick to that mentor. And if it's a mentor that doesn't fit your personality, doesn't fit your mindset of where you want to go then that's not the right mentor your mentor needs to be the person that you visualize being but 10 times i guess not 10 times better but i guess you can say i want to be where that person is one day and if that's the statement that you make when you meet that person or when you see that person or if you read about that person then that's the person you should probably get in touch with or just follow through through social media or uh, through a book or something so i i always recommend a mentor because in everything that I, i've done in my life i've always tried to find a type of mentor that can guide me there because in reality you know i don't know all the answers there's someone that can do it 10 times better warren buffett doesn't do everything on his own he doesn't make a decision without his team without his advisors those are his types of mentors so in some shape or form you have to figure out a way to get a mentor another obstacle is confusion you don't know what the heck you're doing you don't know what's going on in the market your mar your head's all over the place you're confused and uh when that happens is because maybe you need to go back to square one you need to uh back test and trade test everything that you've worked on in the past and get back to where you were just a couple days ago so when you're confused it's because you're lacking skin in the game you're not spending enough time 
working on your craft and some people get confused because they haven't been 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 doing it as much so you know it's a perishable skill set in trading another one is different strategies that you have not perfected you have different strategies that you're learning maybe a wick off theory maybe a a, a different type of theory square resistance or just learning different types of strategies you're going to go back to square one that's a big obstacle because if you have not perfected at least one strategy you cannot move on to the next one your head is going to be all over the place and you're going to be confused so if you know a strategy stick to it learn from it dissect it and if you got it down like your pinky like a finger from your hand then that's that's your your signal that you can move on to a next strategy until you find the one that works for you you can never know what strategy works for you if you only jump from strategy to strategy without perfecting each one you can never do that whether it's learning something new that you just learned from a mentor from a class from a youtube video that is very educational and you just see it once and you and you just play with it once and you move on to the next one, you will really not know your potential on understanding this strategy. Maybe you might really kill it with the strategy. Maybe you might be a master at this at this specific strategy, but yet you can't figure that out because you're jumping from strategy to strategy because you're just lost. Just stick to one thing and move on. Stick to one thing and keep moving on until you perfect it. That's the only way you will be the best trader that you can be. So we're gonna go into neuroscience. And we'll also talk about it in a personal way as well. I'll actually talk about it in the most personal way first. So where does greed come from? Sometimes, you know, greed comes from lacking the mental picture. When you when you are when you become greedy in your trades, a lot of it has to do with your psychology, with your mindset. One of them is lacking the mental dream picture. The dream picture that you've always visualized as a child, as an adult, maybe just recently you just started to look at your life and you're wondering i'm not where i want to be or i am where i want to be but i need more and when you are lacking that mental picture it will force your brain and raise a neurotransmitter hormone called dopamine and will do the best that it can do to get this mental picture that is one thing that drives a lot of traders it's because they got into trading for the wrong reason. They didn't get into trading with a why. They just came to trading for a self-benefit, which is okay. You know, a lot of us can be selfish with what which, what we want to do or what who we want to become. And that's okay. Everyone is different to each his own. And I'm not saying this is a wrong thing. You should have, you should have goals in your life. You should have a mental dream pick that you have. If this is all you think about and obsess over it and hurt yourself about it and, and get mad at yourself about it, this is where it goes wrong because you're lacking it. And lack is something that you feel like you're empty because you don't have it yet. You cannot feel empty if it's something that you have not had. You feel empty when you finally had it and you lost it. Then you can feel empty. But if you have a mental dream picture, just keep working through it. Don't kill yourself over it. What I'm saying is work through it every day and work for it, work for it until you get there. Eventually you will get there. Law of attraction. Another one is coming from nothing. Maybe you came from nothing at all. And let's say maybe you're, you saw your friend on Instagram or you or your neighbor is where he, where he wants to be. And you see this person and you say, wow, I wish I was like that. I never was able to accomplish anything. I came from nothing. 
and I need to get there. And you start rushing yourself and becoming greedy with your trades. And you start being more greedier for money because you came from nothing. And that's another factor that can contribute with greed is when you come from nothing. And you know what? It's okay. A lot of successful people came from nothing. But they got to where they want to be because they kept working on that goal. They didn't get greedy. They just became hungrier. There's a difference. Third is trying to prove to others or impress someone it can be whether it, 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 it can be impressing your girlfriend impressing your wife impressing your boyfriend impressing anyone in your family you try to impress them trying to prove that you can do this you become greedier because you're just not there yet maybe you have a one thousand dollar account ten thousand dollar account a one hundred dollar account and you're just trying to prove to him that this does work and it actually does trading is not gambling trading is actually a strategy that you can perfect and make money from in reality it's possible but you're trying to prove to them so much that you become greedy. All these things that I'm talking about are things that you you must change in order to be the best trader that you can be and work on your psychology. Fourth is pressure. If you have pressure from your family or the public or even financially, you're you're in debt, right? Or you're just lacking financial uh, freedom, and you have all this pressure f- from your family saying, "Why did you quit your job?" or "Why are you still doing this?" Why waste your time with this forks thing? And you have this pressure from your family, from everyone around you, from your friends, just telling you, don't do this anymore. You don't need to do this. There's better opportunities. All this pressure needs to become greedier because, again, you're trying to prove to them that this is possible and not to put this pressure on you to only support you, to just move on from the pressure that they're giving you. So that's another thing is pressure can definitely make you greedy. And last but not least is love for the money. Maybe you are in love with the money. You just love the money so much that you just want to make the most, most that you can make. And in reality, having that mindset isn't always the best. Loving money, okay, there is a balance like yin and yang. If you love money because, okay, it's not your enemy. This is something that you need. It's what's going to help you become financially free. Then, then then, your head is right. But if you have the love for the money as, as in you start thinking things that you can do with it in the wrong ways. And you're just obsessed with it. That is not the best mindset to have. You should not be obsessed with money. That's going to make you very, very greedy. And actually, being greedy can actually make you develop really bad traits. It makes you develop selfishness, anger, jealousy, and unhealthy competition. So... If this happens, if you have unhealthy competition around you, you know, that's not going to be good for your for your team. It's not going to be good for your friends if they're into it as well. You should not be having unhealthy competition because these are the effects of greed. You become selfish, you become angry, you become jealous. And because someone's doing better than you, in reality, what you need to do is just be supportive. We're all in this together. We're all in this game. 95% of traders in Forex are failing. So why... Be jealous when another one is succeeding. You can be that person succeeding yourself. Why get angry when you're losing? There's no need to be angry. If you if you have this emotion of anger when you're trading, you should not be trading. You should find another job because trading should not make you angry at all. Trading should only motivate you and guide you and just give you this this uh, peace within you when you trade. It should not be making you angry. These are these are the effects of greed. So if you have greed and anger together, that's a really bad combination. And you know the selfishness. If you are being very selfish when it comes to trading, you can actually 
uh, not be spending time with your family, with your wife, with your husband. You might actually leave very important people out of your life that you might regret later in life if you don't change this. And again, jealousy combined with unhealthy competition is not going to help you at all either. Having some healthy competition is okay if you are motivating each other, you know. But again, there's no need to have competition. We are all in this together, you know. And fortunately, you know, being greedy can actually suck up every strand of happiness. And some actually end up killing themselves because they're just lacking this big mental dream pick in their head that they have not yet accomplished. When they were just maybe a door away. There's no need to kill yourself over this money, you know. Um, there's so many things in this world that you can do. You, you have so much potential that you don't even know. Everyone is different. Everyone listening to this call has their gift in their own way. But you need to figure that gift out for yourself. You don't know what it is because you haven't discovered it yet. But maybe you have. I don't know if you have or maybe you didn't. But everyone listening to this podcast is special. And I don't ever want you guys to ever think otherwise. And I'm not saying this as to sugarcoat anything. In reality, I'm being very genuine and being very raw when I say everyone in here listening to this podcast is very important and very special. You have a gift. A gift that you yet need to figure out for yourself. But you have not figured it out. So, again, I told you guys I was going to talk about the neuroscience of the brain. You know, for some entertainment. Again, I told you guys that neurologically, greed begins in the brain, you know, and uh, what fuels greed is actually dopamine because you, you get this high once you accomplish what you finally got, this greed in, in, in you makes you feel a certain type of, of just of high, of, of hunger, and it makes you hungry and more hungrier because you finally got this dopamine in your brain and this is the pleasure that you experience. Some people may actually experience levels of oxytocin because I don't know if you guys know what oxytocin does, but it's actually a love hormone. You have uh, sex with your partner, you release oxytocin, which is a love hormone that makes you bond with that person and can um, help you connect more and uh, feel just more enhancement and pleasure with that person. And another way to release oxytocin is when breastfeeding your baby if you are a woman. Um, when the woman is breastfeeding their child, they release levels of oxytocin, which helps them relax. And not saying that it's like an orgasm, but you feel very relaxed. That It's very pleasurable when breastfeeding your child. So when you experience levels of greed, you release this, uh, this type of oxytocin that is very uh, confused. So this level of oxytocin is not the right oxytocin that you should be releasing because when you process this type of oxytocin it's actually dysfunctional because when they did mri scans on investors when these investors were buying and selling when they were making decisions on whether they want to buy or sell an instrument or or a stock or or a trade they found that when this greedy investor is selling or buying they have an increased brain activity in the nucleus accumbens when trading. And this part of the brain actually lights up like an, when an animal uh, likes to hunt for food or in a predator when it goes like to kill another animal. It's basically like an animal trying to go for a hunt that is willing to kill for food. And when finally this animal goes for the kill, you know, they experience these types of, of feelings of pleasure 
right? Because they finally got their food and they're finally enjoying this food. So when this level of oxytocin gets combined with dopamine and the nucleus accumbens gets lightened up when you're buying and selling, a lot of it can be dysfunctional. It, it processes in the wrong way. So this is why I'm saying is greed is actually not the it's not the best trait to have. It's a really bad trait because if you are um, if you have this animal instinct within you as a predator, then there's something that you might need to change. And actually, um, they've been doing history of, on it that um, when you actually trade in this way, you are almost like a psychopath. So people that are greedy. They have brains that work very differently, and they have character traits very similar to psychopaths. And uh, that's why I'm saying is it's not a great trait to have. And another thing is winning traders and young men, their testosterone levels actually get enhanced, they get increased, and risky behavior becomes a part of it. You know, you you have impaired judgment, which leads to making the wrong choices, overloading your position, ha- uh, buying overvalued stocks. And this is why women don't have this problem. Because women, statistically speaking, women are actually known to be the best traders. And as to come to find out, is that older women do have an increase of testosterone. But young men have really high levels of testosterone. So the way their brains work is very, very different from a woman. Women, they, some women are very emotional. Us women are very emotional compared to men. But the difference is why some men can make wrong choices emotionally is because of the increased levels of testosterone, which is why women, their levels of testosterone don't get increased when submitting a trade, when executing any type of trade, their testosterone's don't get increased so a lot of women don't over leverage their position because they have a structure they don't have these types of levels of increased testosterone and again i'm not saying every woman is like this some women are over leveragers you know every woman is different but what i'm saying is statistically speaking women are better traders than men and come to find out it's because of testosterone levels we don't have the the testosterone levels that you men have so this is why I'm saying is a lot of it has to do with um, with brain science. This isn't something that you can extract. We can't extract your, your testosterone, but you can always go back to okay, this is a part of me. But what can I do to uh, be better at controlling my thoughts, controlling my impaired judgment, controlling this risky behavior that I may have? And this is something that eventually you'll be able to perfect with time there's also another thing for not every trader not every investor is greedy and actually an investor that is more keen on risk management their brain works completely different from an investor that is is greedier from an investor that is greedy from an investor that loves to hunt their brain triggers very differently and this part of the brain is called the interior anterior insula and it's different than the nucleus accumbens so basically the anterior insula what it does in the brain when not trading is when there's a foul smell that part of the brain will get triggered and will make you walk away from it so this it's really interesting that when they did this mri scan on an investor that is more keen on risk management 
they figured out this part of the brain gets triggered versus an investor that is more greedier, that is more keen on over leveraging, they get an increased levels of nucleus accumbens, which comes from an animal when hunting. The same part of the brain that lights up in an animal gets lit up when an investor is buying or selling on a trade that is very risky. And now we're talking about an investor that's more keen on risk management. So it really surprised me to understand that the brain is more complex than we think. It doesn't matter what type of investor you are, your brain will work very differently as to the type of strategy that you use with on how you use it. So if these two different parts of your brain get lit, how can you make a difference? So if you basically work on not being greedy, if you basically work on not being as greedy as, as you are, and if you work more risk management, maybe you will have a combination of both which can actually help you become better. When you are when you are more keen on risk management, this part of your brain will tell you, okay, it's time to stand back. I need to not over leverage, but I am hungry. So I need to execute this trade, but I will not over leverage. I will not be greedy. I will submit this trade because I need to eat. I need to feed my family. I need to feed myself and I need to help those that need me. But I'm not trading this because I'm a hunter or a predator that is going for the kill. So from everything that we talked about, it looks like we all have some work to do. How can we be better at patience, structure, discipline, analysis, and your psychology? How can we be better at that? And I think I give you guys some really good tips. And at the end of the day, it's time to back test. Back test on what you need to work on. Are you submitting this trade because you are emotionally unstable, because you need money right now, or are you submitting this trade because this is what you love to do and because it's your it's your way of, of living? There's a difference between being desperate and doing this for a living. So that's all I have to say for today, guys. Um, I hope you guys really enjoyed this podcast. And if you guys have any more questions, you guys are free to email me. I believe I verbally spoke my email on the last podcast so if you guys ever need any guidance you guys are free to go to toshimarkets.com it's a company in canada we have a lot of educational benefits from toshi markets if you guys are needing a mentor we also have mentorship programs if you guys are in need of signals we have signals and webinars that you guys can watch i have a webinar every wednesday at 5 30 p.m pdt you guys are welcome to show up on that uh, my mentor has this webinar every Sunday at 7 p.m. PDT. So I can definitely connect you guys and get you guys to the next level if you guys need this, if you guys are in need of some psychology help to get you guys back on the game. We have mentorship programs and we are ready to get you guys to the next level because we care about you. Unfortunately, not everyone cares, but we actually do. And we want to see you grow and become better and just be able to make a difference in this world. This world is in need of amazing people. And if we meet other amazing people from here or or everywhere else, we can actually make a difference. So that's the only reason why why we do this is because we want to to hear the testimonies. We want to see the progress from you all. So anyway, guys, take care. Um, I love you guys all. I hope you guys got something from this and I'll see you guys next time.